0: All right, so I was talking to this old lady. She was like 80, 90 years old, several years ago. And she starts crying about how she wished that I'd go to church because I need, I need God and I need to meet a young woman and have many babies, et cetera, et cetera. And I looked her dead in the eyes and I said, well, I can't. And sh- she's like, well, why not? And I leaned down close and I told her, because your God won't save us. I have to be strong. And then she started bawling because she knew it was true. She didn't
1: even argue with me about it. And this is Hyperborean Radio. I am the Lorekeeper, and that was the Celtic God. How is all the dirty heathens out there today?
0: Well, I'm hoping that they're pretty all right. Uh, I like to think a lot of people just said, I'm good because I'm listening to Hyperborean
1: Radio. (laughs) That'd be good. What we kinda want to talk about today is what's the word? Character. Yeah. Character and our people's nature and actually oddly enough we don't typically talk about this, but simply put, why you can never convert someone to ethnic ways. It is impossible. You can convert someone to a neo pagan new age religion. Well but you yeah, can't and that's it a, new... you can convert that uh, you can convert
0: people to a religion, but you cannot convert them to a way and it is a way of being the gods are there the the stories are important uh, the house spirits all this the stuff but it's not a religion it is literally a way of being it is a it is how you think it is how you behave it is a a uh it's a way of uh, being yeah it's just a way of being
1: well, and, and a
0: religion is just doing things and saying things that you can convert people to, but actually being is something else. And there's, there's actually a few questions that could come up, a few topics that can come up that will show if somebody
1: is even capable of it. Yes. And this was actually something we were talking about is that people are going to be instinctively drawn to elves they're going to be instinctively drawn to thor they're going to be instinctively drawn to certain symbols and whatnot well and certain ideas that they've been taught to like the concept of good and evil the idea that there really is no good and evil confuses the living shit out of most people oh yeah and it's it is something people can work through so that one's not really a deal breaker but there are certain things i've noticed that if you start talking to people about them and they try to weasel their way out of it or they start trying to rationalize why not doing it is a is good or superior it's a sign that they will never ever even think about going ethnic ways well one of
0: those questions for instance is uh, the idea of killing most people you you well it's not most people it's but some people you bring up the idea of Sometimes killing is justified and needs to be done. And they're like, no, there's never any need for killing or violence. And Batman doesn't kill people. And so Batman kills a lot of motherfuckers. Just not the people he should. Oh, yeah.
1: It's like the meme. Uh, insert character never killed someone. Scenes where they clearly killed dozens of people. Yes.
0: um, And then other people are like, even the most peace loving people they'll stop and think about it for a second and they're like yes sometimes it needs to be done it's a complete different foundation the
1: the one can accept reality and the other one can't well and a lot of times i've noticed this the reason people are adverse to the idea of within ethnic ways killing is occasionally justified like you just look at our stories it's never a situation of just oceans of blood yes i mean it's even a a joke uh it's not a good celtic story if at least several people don't die yeah and that's just a reality it's because within the ethnic ways there is no black and white there are shades of green this is what makes a
0: good celtic story several people die or one celtic man cries because these two things are kind of rarities yes they make
1: it noteworthy. Yes, it makes it noteworthy. But the reality is, is like duels. Are people used to have duels for a reason. They became overly ritualistic towards the end. Overly uh, ritualized. Right. Well, and duels, you bring up duels to some people.
0: They automatically go straight to people kill, killing each other. It's a duel to the death.
1: Here's the thing. If you've ever been in a fist, fist fight, you've been in a duel. Oh, yeah. And really, mo- I have had plenty of men... Admit, like they wish that it was still acceptable to basically tell someone, meet me outside. We're finishing this now. I'm done with you. They want that to be an option because it would actually save a lot more friendships and would also keep bad blood from uh, instigating. It's like uh, that one line from The Godfather where Clemenza says, "Uh, there's got to be a little war every 10 years. It helps uh, clean out the bad blood.
0: But there's, there's a lot of these little things. Um, let me
1: see. The concept that marriage should have sacrifice involved. Yes, that it's it's not a legal contract. It never should be a legal contract. It never should have become a legal contract. And then I've described, and not to women that are not currently engaged or anything, but to women that are actually engaged. Like they supposedly love their man and are marrying him. They're... And I tell them what a traditional... Well, the procession. Wedding. Let's go with the easy one.
0: Just the procession.
1: Oh, yeah. Which is the women's role, typically. And mm-hmm. and there's many different versions of this. But the wedding procession is walking from her home to wherever the wedding's taking place. Probably the guy's home.
0: In as straight a line as possible.
1: Yes. Like, there's a famous story of one Celtic queen where she would literally break rocks, cut down trees, so she did not have to go around. And that's... That's a... A great a green area in the rules where you can actually go around things that are obviously in your way. Mm-hmm. But, but no, she was like, no, I will not do that. And straight like, line. like your grandmother actually did the procession. Well, not grandmother. Great grandmother did the procession back in the old country and crossed a mountain. Yes. She actually climbed down and climbed up just to go well, the it. other way around. But yes, climbed yes. up and climbed down. There you go. But and it wasn't through any mountain pass. She took the hard route and that is something i have told women about and while they will love the idea of the guy doing the gauntlet or the male side which is usually uh feats of physical daring do like the whole speak now or forever hold your peace uh that used to potentially be very violent yes like this whole sometimes it ended in uh, outright clan warfare Yes. Well, and the reality is, is I was always confused as a kid as to why that part existed, because I didn't have context. Like, why would you even ask that? But now it makes sense. It's because it used to be in the gauntlet. If a guy did not want these two getting married like he wanted the girl or he just thought the girl was really bad for the guy, depending. There's many different reasons he could actually fight him until he could basically keep him from going to the wedding. Right. And, And the modern mind says. Well, it's because
0: the guy wants the girl and he's so in love with her. Where's the idea that she isn't worthy of him? He's supposed—he's probably a hero. And she's a milkmaid who's never done anything and avoided conf- conflict the entirety of her life. That is not a good match for a hero. No,
1: and its it's actually something that has shown up in media. The last minute reveal that stops the wedding. Like, oh no, don't marry her she's a man yeah something like that it's there's always these little bits and that's why these customs exist but they've become watered down and part of the reason that when i notice women i will tell them about the procession or the easy version because processions are kind of hard in modern society Mm -hmm. is the carrying the man's weight across the what is basically the
0: equivalent of but they, there's the aisle that the brides walk down in modern day, right? She would carry his weight through that procession through the marriage area and then drop it where they're getting married at. That 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 would be the equivalent.
1: Yes, it's to prove that she's willing to hold not only hold up her weight, but his weight. Like the sickness and health thing. Yeah, it, I, it's a literal representation of that. Well, I've actually seen this in real life. Woman is married to a man. Man gets injured to the point where he can't walk anymore. The woman literally bolts in the middle of a work day and goes halfway across the state to get away from him after finding out he won't walk again. Yeah. Doesn't stick around to take care of him, doesn't doesn't fulfill the marriage vows, doesn't do any of that. Just, "Oh crap, now I'm going to have to do the work." And Shit then she just got real. Yeah. So she bolts. I have seen this in real life. Mhm. Yes. Well, and I don't expect every woman to think, oh, that's great. I'll, but it's the revulsion and the fear in their eyes yeah. when this is brought up because they know they wouldn't do it. And like, they know that
0: what we're saying is true. That That's the, the only thing that that inspires this kind of reaction is when we say these outlandish things and people instinctively know that it's true. This is the raw truth of it. And I don't like it. And then that's why the reactions that we are getting. If they thought that we was just making shit up, we
1: wouldn't get the reactions that we're getting. No. Well, it's like the third one, because we we talked about three big ones, and these are from actual conversations we've had. The third one was oaths and your word having to mean something. If you make an oath, you have to keep it. There's no weaseling out of it. There is you either complete it or you don't. And you better complete it because it used to be. Like we said at the beginning, well, depend on the uh, depending on
0: the oath, because you're going to go to the taking of the hand, right? Taking of the hand or straight up death. Right. And, and that would depend on the oath. But the taking of the hand is I swear on this insert thing. Yeah, like it, it can it can be a holly bibble. It can be a stump. It can be the hero's sword. It can be a, uh, the community stone. It doesn't matter. You break your oath. That hand now belongs to the people. And they're they're honor bound to take it. The taking of the life, that would be a a very important public. Um, I I I swear by my life that I will insert vow. Well, if you break your vow, guess what you just guess what you lost your freaking life. It was not a turn of phrase. No, it was a literal thing. But well, you also got to be careful making vows because you can do it all. People do it all the time. They vow and they vow and they vow and they know not what they vow. And you don't have to say the words, well, I vow, I swear, I oath, I promise. You don't have to do that. It's saying something with conviction. Or something as simple as I can do that for you. Yes. And again, saying it with conviction. Well, and actually. it's So it's not the words. It's the.
1: The way that it's said. Well, even sealing something with a handshake.
0: Yeah. Which is the same thing that would be another thing that uh, might potentially cost you a hand.
1: These are the sorts of things that I've noticed people get really uncomfortable with. You know, it's like that old saying. Everybody wants to be a heathen until it's time to do heathen heathenship. Mm-hmm. You guys are welcome for that, by the way. Yes. <laughs> but it's because people people are when they go to look for religion they're not looking for well not religion when they go to look for spirituality when they look into our ethnic ways more often than not people get into it because it looks cool because of that cool tv show because of that and that's a valid way to get into it but a lot of people stop there and it's because past the superficial part is a lot of hard work
0: I guess you can look at it that way. Well, that's it, how most people see it. Yeah, that's that's what how I mean. most people
1: see it. But in reality,
0: it should come just natural, easy as breathing. Well, nobody likes getting lied <laughs> to. Nobody likes having a promise broken. Everybody to knows that liar. That's that's what we're talking about. Is that liar where you know that he's lying, so don't believe him, and you know that he's lying because his lips are moving. Those people. There is still the consequence of lying of not keeping your word.
1: Yes, or. Something as simple as everybody has wanted to punch a motherfucker in the face at least once. Yeah. Or maybe should
0: have been punched in the face. We all know this. We acknowledge. Yeah. And those are usually the people I get terrified of. Oh, shit. I'm the one that would get beat up all the time. Yes. Because I am a
1: piece of crap. Oh, crud. The idea that someone else can actually give me consequences for what I do or say. Yes, because there are people that mouth off because they know that if someone strikes them back for basically being a cunt. Yeah, they can use violence by a proxy to get them back. Yes, and then the person who is just defending themselves ends up going to jail, even, going to prison. Even if it's big quotes, air quotes,
0: just from words. Thing is, is the left isn't necessarily wrong when they're like, words are violence. They potentially
1: are. Well, I mean, just not the way that they mean it. No, but like slander or uh, this is actually a really common thing. Slander, empty promises,
0: things like that. They're real. They Uh, have real consequences. False accusations. False accusations. The, The list is actually pretty freaking long. It's just the way that the let's let's just call them what they are. The moderns, the way that the moderns use it is twisted it's wrong and it's one-sided so yeah they're they're right but they're a little bit right and ninety percent wrong ten percent right ninety percent wrong well and that's the that's the other thing is that's kind of their hook though it's use a little bit of truth and then wrap
1: it around a whole lot of lies so it looks good Well, it's like uh, there are plenty of people throughout history that have tried to use the pagan gods to start their own power-hungry cult. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just pick a god. Somebody's probably used it that way. But when it comes to—let's go with our gods again because I don't want to focus too heavily just on those three things. But that's how our people react when they hear these things because they know that this is how our people naturally are and with if it wasn't for society there would be these things enforced mm-hmm. there are men and women that would never be allowed to marry because they would not be seen as worthy there are people or who or compatible there are people that would probably have died a while ago it, or at the very least gotten their shit together if they had been allowed to be struck if they had if violence or challenges were still a valid part of the culture or stupidity had consequences Oh, yeah. Well, I've even joked well, about Well, not just stupidity, but a little bit of luck as well. Well, I've even joked about that before. I'm all for removing safety labels from stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm all for letting people free climb cliffs. The skillful, the strong, the lucky will make it. The ones that the, aren't. The stupid, the weak, the the
1: unlucky. Soft, the unlucky will fall. Simple as that. Well, and these things are set up because the simple fact is, and we've told people this before. Our people by nature are incredibly brutal. That is why we're so peaceful. We're not peaceful because we're inherently pacifistic. We're peaceful because we're inherently violent. We will, like our women, will stab a motherfucker. Our men will go to war. Our, uh, the duels will end in broken teeth at least, if not straight up death, if mm. things go out. When it's like that line from Robert E. Howard, civilized men are more discourteous than savages because they know they can be... uh... Oh, man, I'm botching this,
0: but... Civilized men are more discourteous than savages because they know they can be impolite
1: without having their skulls split as a general thing. There we go. Yes, and that's... That's the long and the short of it when it comes to your word mattering, the hard work to show that you actually care about the individual. And violence as an option these three things are actually more indicative of whether or not someone would ever go to ethnic faith ethnic ways than any attraction to the gods you can like the stories of the gods you can know every story there is to know about thor and still not be a pagan still not be part of ethnic ways you can be able to read fluently in old norse
0: in old sphere and old uh, germanic
1: and still not be pagan. You can love going to the woods and still not be heathen. You can still not be pagan. You can still not be a follower of ethnic ways. Because while these things are elements that are often associated with it, they are not themselves the brunt of it. Yes, they are not in and of themselves the thing. Well, we actually covered this a bit in Godless. Is It's not that belief in the gods isn't a part of the ethnic way It's that it's largely not the main focus so long as you believe in the strength and power of yourself and your people
0: which is itself believing in the gods it doesn't mean that you have to believe in them as literal beings in another realm but to believe in your the strength and courage of your own people of yourself and your people is to believe in the gods because if nothing else that's what they represent
1: yes they be even if you view them as symbolic you therefore believe in them as ideals it's like justice duty honor none of these things exist and yet they do uh, we believe in justice yeah, we to believe per, in paraphrase death uh, take the the finest sieve. take the take the universe and grind it down into the finest powder and put it through the finest sieve and show me one atom one uh, molecule. molecule of mercy of duty honor these sorts of things and yet you want to pretend there is some sort of order in the world, some rightness through which you may be judged. It's the reality. It's shades of green. It's not black and white. And that's the other thing. If, While it is one of the things that can be overcome, if someone is using a black and white thinking, if someone says the evil one to refer to any of our gods and they refuse to drop it after you after it's explained, it's not part of the ethnic way. Yeah. Well, they just want a bad guy. Here's
0: the thing. We don't have evil gods. What is my proof? Because we kill monsters. By what people think of as evil. Which doesn't actually exist, but let's let's call it what it is maliciousness. We kill monsters. That's what our people do. We kill the dragons. We kill the cannibal. We kill and and
1: what what, what are all
0: the evil witches? All the wicked witches in our stories are all cannibals.
1: And what does the hero do? Goes and kills the wicked witch. Well, it's even how they vilified the pagans. Mm -hmm. Because most people under Christendom weren't actually Christian. That's why, like, everyone likes to bring up the Crusades and the Orders of Knights. Those were mercenaries. They were paid to go do it. That's why the papal offices, uh, the Rome would be freaking raided. is because you didn't pay us, we're going to take all your gold shit. It happened well, multiple times and that's why Friday the 13th happened and they were
0: they were rightly convicted of, according to the rules of the church they were rightly
1: convicted of witchcraft yes because and they devil did, worship they did venerate the old gods the templars did venerate some of the old gods i don't think baphomet was among them i think baphomet was probably propaganda probably there was probably some additions in there but for the longest time people venerated our gods and the christian god it's not what people think it's because Actually, Robin Hood, uh, Robin of Nottingham, I think is what it's called, or Robin of Sherwood. It's a TV show. But there's a scene where the priest even says to Guy of Gisborne, he doesn't care what they do while they're outside of church so long as they come to church and pay their tithe. So long as they do that, they can do whatever the frick they want. They can go to the, the oak and venerate Hearn. Who cares? And then you have... That's the actual church attitude at the time. It's not that they wouldn't go straight witch hunt if they could. Oh it, it's a whole lot of old lady diapers. It just depends. Yes,
0: because if they could get more out of the witch hunt than not doing the witch hunt, then they do the witch hunt and then they have the trials and they 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 seize the property, they seize the money. However, if they're further off letting the person not do that they they'll turn a blind
1: eye. Oh well, yeah, it's profit. That's what all political organizations are mm-hmm. after. And then this actually because there's the black and white thinking, there's the clean cut line idea of history where there was paganism and then there was Christianity and they just dropped everything, which is how they often present it. But there's also another element that I think is important, which is um, the supernatural does not exist, not in the sense of, well, everything is atheist and we must use the scientific method. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean is the concept of the natural and the supernatural being separate. Is itself a Christian concept. Yeah. It's an othering. It's all natural. Yes. If an elf shows up and starts messing with your stuff, that's as natural as if a bird flew in and did it. Or as natural as the sun coming up. There is
0: no natural and supernatural. There is just natural. There is the familiar and the unfamiliar. You see the mountains stand up uh, after waking up and it turns out that this, this mountain that you've gone hunting on is a giant or titan. And it stands up, and that's perfectly natural. That's not a supernatural thing that you're witnessing. It's a great natural, or it's still just natural. It's a natural phenomena
1: that you're watching. Well, it's, it's like people say, just because you can understand how something works doesn't make it not magic. Yeah. Like, for instance, just because we sort of understand that an acorn turns into an oak does not make that not magic. Mm-hmm. This freaking acorn turns into one of the strongest trees on Earth. Or yeah. our magic mirrors. People laugh at first when,
0: when, in real life, I'll call the cell phones and the computers magic mirrors. And then, after a moment, they're like, you know what? That's true. That straight truth. Facts. It is a magic mirror. Just because we know how. Well, actually, most people don't know how it works. Yeah. It just yeah. does. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I've had somebody argue that with me. I'm like, well, tell me how your cell phone works. And, also, and they can give me generals, like radio radio signals and there. I'm like, no, no, break it right down. Here's some paper and pencil and and tell me actually how it works. And they can't do it because who the fuck knows? Who knows? It's magic. Well, it's like electricity. For all the explanations, scientists still don't know how it actually works. For all we know, it's ghost energy. We know how to use it. But what is it? For all we know, ghost energy. Yeah, Which was an actual thing in the 18-somethings, I think it was harvesting ghost energy and they try banning it because you're you're destroying the ghosts. Wouldn't that be absolutely horrifying if that turned out to be true? Yeah. Every time we turn on a light, uh, we're killing ghosts. Yeah, that'd be fucking horrifying. Uh, Now there's people that will never turn their light bulbs off because they're scared of ghosts. Don't be scared of ghosts. No. It's not because they
1: don't exist. It's just because they're not scary. Well, like um, you're from the UP. Mm -hmm. There is something that happens in Lake Superior every... I don't know if... Oh, you're talking about the turning where the corpses come up? Yes, where all of a sudden, the lake that never gives up its dead gives up all of its dead. And because the lake is... You can explain it. Like, I can get into temperature differences and whatnot. But in reality, it is a lake. No one knows where it's fed from. People have tried to figure it out. Never fully figured it out. Is it fed by a well? uh, By a spring? Is it fed by
0: uh, uh, water flowing into it? Which is obvious, yes. But it doesn't account for the amount of water and or the temperature of the water. Yes. Is there a giant glacier underneath? And they've gone underneath, and nobody knows. The water is just there. It's just magic.
1: Well, and then every once in a while, you have thousands of corpses float to the surface for a little bit. Well, and they then... float up to just beneath the surface. More like, uh, what the hell's that swamp in uh, Lord the, of the Rings? But the one with the dead corpses. And yeah,
0: yeah, that one. Uh, and they come up just below the surface, and sometimes okay yeah it's it's the whole fucking thing man it is weird sometimes the course the the corpses get washed up on shore and then they're picked up sometimes they'll go out and they'll they'll net a few of them try to figure out who they are but in general we just let them sink back down because that's their grave yep the lake never gives up it's dead except for that one point except for that one time every 20 some
1: years so yeah it's it's magic yes well and that's that's the other thing: is are people too rigid in their thinking? Because well,
0: uh, hold your thought. Because I'm going back up to another thought that you had, and I'm going to explain it. Because you keep saying it's not black and white; it's a shade of green. People that's been following us for years understand the statement, but what it is is if you think in black and white, the next color that you expect us to say is gray. It's not black and white; it's shades of gray. But the thing is is in reality it's not black or white it's the completely unexpected a shade of green. Who the hell expects a shade of green to come from black and white? That's that's what that means is it's not this
1: or that. It's the thing that you never expected it to be. Well, and black and white is itself a product of the binary thinking. Yes. Which then makes gray simply the continuation of the binary thinking. It's still binary. There's just gradient. Ha- yeah.
0: And where as soon as you say green, it's not only the unexpected thing, but now you have a three point, uh, uh, a three point um, way of thinking that there's the possibility for the unexpected. The third thing to happen.
1: Yes. Well, everything is possible. Everything isn't probable. It's like uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the improbability engine. Yes. Where they can. They actually
0: explained it remarkably well for dummies like me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's actually explained very well the improbability uh, uh, machine, and they they start throwing out numbers which may or may not be accurate, but the
1: explanation is sound enough. Well, another thing is um, belief, because everyone argue because I've actually been accused of this, which I'm always shocked by, because someone will call me an atheist in the pagan sphere. I've had this thrown at me before, which is always confusing to me because I'm usually the one arguing that we have many gods and they're the one getting mad that i told them that the one super god they have isn't a thing yeah but
0: But, or you're an atheist because you don't believe in magic and then you're like but everything is magic you're a crazy wiccan
1: yes it's everyone has these it becomes an us versus them which is natural but there's no in war
0: there is no good and there is no bad there is no good guy there is no bad guy there's there is noble and ignoble you can have two noble peoples go to war with each other. They are simply in conflict with each other. Well,
1: it's like the red Baron if I remember correctly the red the Red Baron, Baron
0: was one of the the the
1: last enemies that was heralded or venerated. yes, he was basically venerated by the other side because he was so impressive yes and then by World War two it's a completely different story. Everything becomes vilified monstrous. there is no honoring the enemy it's and the
0: empire versus the, the rebel
1: yes well and actually that brings me to that and i'll, I'll circle back to belief oh circle back i said uh, the wrong <gasps> thing oh no but um the idea of good and evil extends into we're good therefore they're evil they play off it all the time but in reality, there is us and them, and there both sides can be noble individuals and just be at odds. There doesn't have to be the the dark Lord and his minions go- spreading forth across the land. It can simply be, "My people need more land, your people have land. It's nothing personal. We just need it, and I care more about my people than yours. yeah yeah, quite simply.
0: Or you have two countries at war. One needs more land, the other one needs more people. How are they going to fight this war?
1: Yes, because the simple fact is, by human nature, you'd think, just just on a flat surface, just thinking, hmm, what do we do? Well, here's my people. Uh, Can I have a bit of land? Yeah, here you go. You'd think it'd be that simple. It's never that simple with people. Yeah. People are both incredibly simple and incredibly complicated.
0: Well, yeah, because that particular war, you'd think one would be like, oh, well, you need more land because you have too many people. We need more people. We have too much land. Let us encourage some of your people to come to our country and we will give you some land. But no, 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 no. never works out that way.
1: No. It always comes to war. And
0: and yeah, one side can do some absolutely monstrous stuff. But that just makes them ignoble. It doesn't make them evil. No. and makes them malicious. It doesn't make them evil. Because the way people use the word evil, it becomes a tangible thing. Show me one atom, one molecule of evil in the universe, and I'll eat my fucking hand. Well, It doesn't
1: exist in that way. Well, justice, duty, honor, nobility, all of these things, they do not have tangible qualities, and yet we believe in them. That itself is a kind of belief. And it's like I've said, if the dog just showed up in the middle of Times Square and just used his cauldron to feed everyone in the city, you know, pulled a super Jesus, basically Jesus, ha- Jesus, Jesus did. What was it? Fish,
0: fish and bread. But then you have one of our gods show up and do it right. Yeah. And oh, fish and bread. Yes, I have that. Also, I have some stew. And would you like some apple pie? And yeah. And, 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 and. and. Yes. Because our gods do shit the right way.
1: Yes, but if he showed up and just did that and proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that he was the Dogda, nobody would believe in the Dogda. People would know the Dogda. They would not need to believe in him. He physically showed up. And that's actually another interesting thing. Well,
0: the Christians kind of warp that, warp that word. Well, that's why they call it belief and not knowledge. Or whatever it is that they fucking say. They, it's what you just explained. The the many groups will they they've grabbed a hold of that idea and they've warped it. Uh, Anyways, what was you
1: saying? Oh, I was just saying that's kind of how belief works. But like to tie it back into justice, for instance, Mm -hmm. we have to believe in it for it to exist. Yes. Uh, So quite simply, we have to. will it into existence yes because you might live your entire life never seeing justice happen live in an unjust society where injustice happens every single day justice can still be something you believe in even if it's by via negativa by never seeing it
0: yeah yeah Uh, quite simply and the thing is is that's where we come in as people we make it exist wherever possible we make, that, that's part of what makes it so hard in the modern world to be to follow the ethnic way and where people are like, it's so hard. It's not It is terribly easy. The choices are terribly easy and they're yours to make when you see an actual injustice, not a perceived injustice, but an actual injustice. Do you stand up against that actual injustice?
1: Well, it's a little like everybody because I've brought this up before. Our gods are. They're living. They aren't dressed in the armor of the 10th century. That's ludicrous. That's a stylistic, fantastical choice. It actually backdates the gods. The gods look just like us. I I view Tyr much more likely to show up as a one-armed war veteran. Ragged, shaggy, just completely fed up. Don't take no shit from nobody. Closer to the Punisher than to some Viking sometime. That's much more likely in my head because I understand that the gods continue on. Why wouldn't a goddess wear a sundress? Why wouldn't a god wear a flannel? What is wrong with this? And the idea of them having to be dressed in these fantastical armors is itself this idea of it's in the past. Yeah, It's not a living tradition. I mean, it's kind of cool, but they,
0: that's not where they live. They live here today. It's kind of cool to see I don't know Tear with a shield and a, and a spear and, and the the chainmail and the helmet or pick a freaking god to see them in the period pieces. This is kind of cool, and I get it, but they're also here with us. So how how is Tear today? He might have regrown his hand. He might still only have one hand. Tyr is typically typically portrayed with one hand. So, because we're making an image, one-hand set, it makes it clear that it's, it's here. And then, let's put them in some battle dress. What is today's modern battle dress? Will that be a, a bulletproof bullet vest or a flak jacket? Yes, these two things are very two different things. Ask anybody that's had to use them. Ask, ask somebody from the military or the, or the police. They'll tell you. There is a distinct difference between a bullet, bullet resistant vest and a flak jacket. Anyways... Um, He might be wearing a military helmet of some kind or some kind of visored hat so that he can see the the, uh, enemy in the distance. He'll have some kind of firearm. Why? Because that is today's bow. That is today's spear. He'll have some kind of sidearm, probably a knife. Oh, my goodness. I am actually making him sound like a soldier, but he is not a soldier. He does not follow orders very well.
1: No, that's why I said the Punisher.
0: We've yeah. even the talked. The Punisher is, is pretty tier. close. That, that's as close as, as there is in today's modern media. Well, and I think the and, reason. And is... it's not even actually the comic books, it's not the TV show. It's the perception of, of who the Punisher
1: is. Yeah, not the actual Punisher, the perception of the Punisher. People are actually imprinting tier. They're even using the Punisher symbol similar to how the T was was used, mm-hmm. marking it on their weapons, marking it on their stuff as a symbol of veneration. And this is actually I think the reason people get so uppity like I don't like that is because they always think of depicting the gods in tuxedos. They always think of depicting the gods and why would our gods be in tuxedos, tuxedos or business suits. They always go straight for these sorts of things. Why would our gods choose to be dressed like that? What about our gods personalities indicate that they would want to be a CEO, would want to be a stockbroker, would want to be. Most of these things like you are much more accurate depicting. I mean, there are gods that might do that because we have gods
0: of mercantilism. Oh, yeah. Hermes. Hermes, I could see doing that. I think he'd play more fair than most of the mortals, to be honest. And this is something I've noticed in the modern world. If you play actually fair, people think that you're crooked as shit.
1: Oh, yeah. It's 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 weird. Yes. Well, another example would be Othan. I don't think he would be a stockbroker. I think because actually they did this well in of all the things they got right in uh, God of War, not God of War, um, American Gods. No, not even that. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. That's the show. I I purged it from my brain because that movie was terrible. But Othan showing up, uh, bumming it out with homeless people on Midgard. That's actually accurate. And I actually have gotten into arguments with people about that. Well,
0: people get really offended about that. And I'm like, what? You think that the homeless people don't deserve a God?
1: Yeah, it's they it's are they so lowly that they don't deserve a God? Well, they're basically. okay. I'm going to use a liberal term, but gentrifying. They're taking the God of the thief, the beggar and the hanged man and trying to make him their own.
0: It's, It's the same shit that the rich people always do. Oh, the poor people are doing these things. They make it look good. Now, let's take this from them. That, that's actually why I fight for and the, the beggar king, the, the god of the hanged man, the god of the desperate, is because people are doing with him what rich people have done with
1: the sleeveless T-shirt. The sleeveless T-shirt, the torn jeans. The, they take something that is really just how you survive and then they try to make it a fashion. And take it away. Well, they it's... Tr- they actually do, like,
0: those uh, those one undershirts, uh, they're like an A... It's a special cut. Uh, it's old-school cut of undershirt. They've taken them off the shelves. They've jacked the prices up on them to the point where they are now expensive and its the exact same shirt.
1: Well, and... Othin's not even the only god that's had this done to them. Mm-hmm. Another famous example, actually, is Dionysus.
0: Yeah, Dionysus has had it done with him. Pan actually had it done with him at one point.
1: Oh, yeah, it's because these gods of the wilds, the gods of the rural folk, become popular with the rich, and then they turn them into something they're not, like the hedonistic, fat, frat boy that a lot of people think oh, when they oh, think Dionysus. Dionysus. Yeah, that's not a thing. That's the version
0: that the rich people made up. Well, it's because they made Dionysus reflect
1: who the fuck they were. Yeah, they're beca- fat, slovenly, fucking. They, he, be- they- he was. He became to them the god of party animals, and he was a party animal with an emphasis on the animal bit. Yeah, like uh, older depictions of Dionysus: freaking horns, thick ass beard, like a beard that comes down. Big with- muscular
0: guy. Uh, there's there's folklore. Uh, you gotta kind of dig around for it, but it's there. We're drinking. The wine of Dionysus is dangerous. You you have to he's very giving. He's very friendly. But he'll offer you your offer you a drink of wine and you have to be careful accepting that drink because you might lose yourself
1: for an hour or for twenty years. Well, and the thing about Dionysus is one of the things he would give his followers is make them half beast again. Yeah. So he's actually a god of anti civilization.
0: Well and, and- yeah, that's exactly what those stories infer is you become wild. You, you just stop being civilized Yes, for that's, anywhere between an hour to the rest of your life. You might become lost, big giant air quotes again, from the civilized perspective. But what it is is he just
1: returns you to your wild self, your wild nature. Well, and that's actually one thing that's indicative because there's a lot of people that are like, back to nature. We're all animals. Okay, but they never take that in the right direction. They always make it degenerate. They always make it an excuse. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't help it. I'm an animal. Animals can help it. It's like uh, in Futurama. I'm letting my wit. Wa- I can't st- help it, Leela. I'm trapped in this room. I'm just letting my waist fall wherever it may. Like an animal. Leela, animals go in the corner. Fry. Oh, the corner. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah.
0: And it starts becoming an excuse or a way to control other people. Or I'm superior than everyone else because of... That's not
1: actual nature. When well, I usually use the hours as an example of a, civili- a god that's been civilized, going from the goddess of the natural cycles of the seasons to the goddesses of the calendar, mm-hmm. Dionysus had a similar thing happen. The god of being wild, basically, of connecting to the wild self, becoming the god of party animals. These are two completely different things, and a lot of people that try to go wild, quote-unquote, go more towards the manufactured party animal, hedonistic, uh, giving in to all this modern bullshit. They actually go further from animal. They become domesticated. Dionysus is more about being wild, and that's the other thing is... Uh, that doesn't mean uncontrolled, and
0: uh, because here's the thing. Bears don't just kill other bears all willy-nilly that they're not that uncontrolled. They do have self-control.
1: Well, bears actually have some uh, semblance of spirituality. Mm-hmm. They, have, they will actually march in a certain way through these historic, basically pilgrimages and uh, migration routes for bears to the point where there's paw marks marked in the stone. Mm-hmm. They will have. I remember when I first told you about that, and you're like, well,
0: yeah, you've been right about everything else, so I don't really doubt it, but I doubt it. And then you found it, and you're like, holy
1: shit! Oh yeah. Well, it's like bears will actually get together and basically well, have yeah, a going the, the, away party. The
0: paintings of the bears in the circle and they're they're either walking around in a circle or dancing
1: in a circle. Yeah. That's not made up. Well, and bears even have holidays like the salmon run. Yes. Because well, that's just not not a holiday. A lot they of get our get together and they and they do they, a thing. And there is a peace because that's actually a well, thing. relative peace. Well, that,
0: like any of our good so- celebrations. There's going to be a couple scraps on the side.
1: Oh, yeah. But it's actually a thing that's reflected in our own nature is. During a holiday, you're not supposed to do anything wrong during midsummer, during Easter, during Yule Tide. This is a time of peace. You don't start shit now. And it's in our nature. That's the whole thing is that's why it's an ethnic way instead of an ethnic faith. It's in our nature because the members of our people that we tell these things to that react negatively It's not because they think we're wrong. It's because they know that we're right and they're scared. Yeah. Well, and and
0: I've I've even tested that, saying things that are just blatantly not right. The reaction is different. They'll argue against it, but they don't have that sense of urgency and fear versus when you say the thing that is point blank true. I think, honestly, uh, on our analytics for the podcast that you guys are listening to, we, our finish uh, retention rate is really high. But usually when uh, the show first starts, it'll be what, two, three minutes, and there's like a 50% drop. Just throwing out a number because it's not always 50. Sometimes it's 25. We've had up to a 90% drop, and it's because we said something undeniably true that nobody wanted to hear. And then fortunately, people, they either come back, they calm down, and they come back and they listen. Or people come in later, hear things that we're saying. And they're like, you know what? These guys are spitting truth. I'm going to go back and listen. Then the retention rate goes, goes back up. But we've, we've had ones that were bottomed out for, what, a month at a time before enough people went back to listen to boost the, the uh, retention rate on it?
1: Yep. We hurt people's feelings most deeply by telling the truth. We tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. It's like recently, you finally got it into my head that the reason I get such a negative reaction when I describe what Othan actually is is because people are translating that to Wotan. Wotan and Othan aren't the same gods. Mm -hmm. Othan is the beggar king, the god of hanged men and thieves and beggars. Wotan is the spirit of the Germans. Of the Germanic peoples. These are two completely different gods. And here's the reality. Everyone...
0: I'm going to put this, since we're doing some division right now. The Germanic peoples are not the Scandinavian peoples. They have their own goddess. The Scandinavian people are the
1: people of Scotty. The Germanic people are the people of Wotan. Well, and even, um, let's go with the Saxons, because the Saxons have Saxonot. They actually subdivide out into their own group because of that tribal god. Yes. So it's. These are
0: not the same gods. Yes, and these they are, can't be.
1: And these are all members of our race, but we have different tribal makeups. It's why I always tell people just because you venerate a god of Europe does not make it an ethnic way. If I wanted that, I would have just gone straight to the Greek pantheon because it's the easiest to find info. Well, where.
0: and let's be honest. Let's, we're going to be completely freaking honest for a moment. Just because we don't, doesn't mean that we don't want to kill each other. The Scandinavians and the Germanics, just because they don't kill each other, doesn't mean that they don't want to. Well, it's like the Germanics and the Saxons, just because they don't kill each other, doesn't mean they don't want to. The Irish and the Scottish and the English and the Welsh and the, the Cornish. We all want to kill each other all the
1: time just because we don't. Doesn't mean that we don't want to. Well, the reality is, is nobody hates a member of one group more than the mo- the same group. So, like something the, like The, that, the yeah. Scots and the Irish. Nobody hates the Scots like the Irish, and nobody hates the Irish like the Scots. And we both hate the English. Yes. And the and English is standing there going,
0: "What, bro? I- I'll pay you to beat up him." And
1: both the Scots and the Irish look at the English and say, "That's exactly why we hate you." Yes. It's a little, I mean, I love England, but the moment you, basically they're like the rich kid that tries to be like 20 bucks, beat him up. What? What? No, he's my friend here. Uh, 50. Okay. You, you think you can buy me with 50, 200 punch. Yeah. But
0: the thing is, is, yeah. And the people of Ireland are of ire. People of Britain are of rigid. Yeah. That's <laughs> I actually say with a shit
1: grin, I can't get off my face. Well, it's because it's true. That's what Great Britain's named after. Like, uh, Britannia is based off, like, an Athenized Brigid. Yeah, they took Brigid, turned her
0: Greek or Roman, and then called her Britannia. And 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 gave her a lion. Yeah, and, okay, we are Britain now. Because
1: the damn dirty Celts that live in England won't stop venerating Brigid. Well, I mean, Frick, they, the Robin Hood used to outrank the church. Yes. Like You'd have to get Robin Hood and Little John to ride with you if you were the bishop or no one would show up. It's, it's The reality is is we're a very tribal people, and while there are natures across the board for our entire species as Hyperboreans, each tribe has their own little quirks. Yes. Like the,
0: and, and the thing is we don't like each other. It doesn't mean that we need to go to war with each other, but we don't actually like each other. We tolerate each other.
1: Well, and the reality is, is like I said earlier with the Clemenza uh, uh, quote of you got to go to war every 10 years to get rid of the bad blood. That keeps the war small. That's why we had war games. People could still die, but you might have People one. People die a- playing football and baseball. Yeah, that's what those are. Like you see the women on the sidelines just cheering, almost tears in their eyes. That's a callback to win our women when there would be these wars. These and, and sorry, small Europeans,
0: wars. that's American football, not the hunting game that you guys think of as football.
1: No, no, soccer is a hunting game. That's the ball is the rabbit. Um, but that's the women calling back to, yes, get him, stab that motherfucker. Yes, knock him down, roll him over. Yeah. And. There would still there would be one or two deaths usually probably a bit more if people got too rough. Well, it depends. There could be entire wars where
0: there was no deaths. Somebody somebody suffered a broken arm when I don't know Harold smashed the shield with it, smashed the, the shield of Brian with his hammer and it broke Brian's arm. Oh what a what a devastating day that was! It was the one injury in in the whole war this summer. It happens. Uh, Well, and
1: occasionally you'll have someone die, like in a football game. And by the way, the
0: only thing I made up in that was the names because I couldn't remember the names. Yes. That was an actual thing that is mentioned in war history. It was a a war all summer long during the, the, the war season. And there was one injury and it was a broken arm.
1: Well, and then these things just continued as sports. That's what. That's why the the more rule bound sports become, the worse they get. Is it's a continuation of these war games, and when you realize that armies back in pagan days, yes, if you had some serious shit going down, you'd have armies in the tens of thousands. Well, and people dying. Yes, but if you didn't, and it wasn't serious shit on that level, you could have two armies of twenty people, and then there's war. Yes big boy war and small war right so what we was
0: just talking about is just war but then you got the big boy war which is what most people think of as war and that's where where
1: things get wretched well and it's because there's actual blood grudges actual blood grudges and that's what we're building up to we need war this whole no more brothers war is a psyop if nothing else, we need these little wars to keep our own sanity, to
0: keep ourselves strong. Well, why do the Irish always fight each other? Because they're the only worthy opponents. We well, have to. But the thing is, is because we're fighting with each other on that in that way, we aren't killing each other. Well, so that and, we remain strong.
1: Well, and then people always try to complicate stuff, whether they're normal people, normies or whether there are people in the pagan sphere, like. They'll start, people will start talking about animism, and they get all sorts of strange with it, talking about Native American crud and whatever. You want to see animism of the European kind? Watch Disney's Robin Hood. Or just watch Disney, period. Oh, yeah, they use a lot of European animism, like the mice in Cinderella are house spirits. Or the singing uh, teapots
0: in fucking uh, that. Beauty and that the Beast. It was a really bad movie, yes. Beauty and the Beast. The, the singing utensils. That is European animism. They they didn't invent that idea. All they did was put it to film. Well, and it's in, been in a th- bad way, but they put it to film. And if you like that movie, that's fine. You're just you just bonked your head. I understand this happens to people. But they didn't the 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 stereotypical Disney princess, ha ha ha, 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 ha. and all the birds and the deer and the mice come running out of the woods that's a germanic fairy tale thing it's they didn't make that oh yeah you
1: you look up any germanic fairy tale illustration that has a female main character there's there's some kind of bird or animal right next to her usually on her fingers or on her on her her, hair or right next to her or something
0: like that and then you got the cinderella version I think it's Cinderella.
1: Yeah, and those uh, are uh, Celtic house spirits. Th- those
0: are Celtic house spirits where she happens to be singing. In the Germanics, she, they sing and call the animals. Where the Celts, it's the house spirits, and she just happens to be singing. She isn't calling them. Well, She's well, singing with them. There's a, there is a distinct difference, much like there a
1: warrior who has a farm is very different from a farmer who wars. Well, and the and thing is, is we still do... do European animism to this day the reason everybody's trying to figure out what was European animism is because it's not a was it's an is oh and
0: we can't leave the Scandinavians out of that either because the Scandinavians when they do their weird singing theirs doesn't call house spirits Their singing doesn't call the wild animals forth it calls forth the goats and the cows and the trolls and the giants and the swans oh and the swans I always forget the swans but in their folklore from what I
1: can see these are the most common things that are called when they sing. And trolls aren't evil. They're elementals. Many of them were heroes. And yes, some trolls are actually just vilified people. That's a really common thing where the pagans just get attributed the spirit name. Yeah. But, but like that rock that used to be a troll and you don't break it. Or the elf rocks in Iceland. Oh, what was that
0: one? It was like the troll's nose or something. And then the government itself paid to have it reattached. Oh, I don't remember that one. Um, but I'm, I'm sure somebody out there in in... The wilderness of the interwebs is aware of what I'm talking about.
1: Well, and the thing is, is we can't help it. Our gods and our spirits show up. It's like we were talking about the movie Labyrinth by Jim Henson. The Goblin King is Harlequin. Yes, and they did him
0: very well. Oh, oh! I did everything that you asked. Um, I don't remember what the first thing was, but you were scared, uh, uh, you were you, fearful, and I was scary.
1: Yes. Well, it was a uh, you coward. I was terrified. I was
0: frightening. Yes, that that's it. He did everything that she want that she
1: wanted him to do. She cowered, so he was frightening. Well, it's even in the wish that she makes at the beginning of the film, not the one to get rid of her brother, but through hardships unto- uh, through uh, uh, perils untold and hardships unnumbered, or whatever. He gave her that. Yes, he he he
0: literally did everything that she wanted. Yes, and that is the Harlequin the harlequin is very dangerous this is very true or nanny McPhee. um that's, that's another example of god's that, that's holda yeah that's holda when when the baby is in the little catapult and going to get catapulted into the stu- she was not bluffing holda doesn't bluff
1: and her uh her uh threats can get lethal if the if the boy had not asked had not said please and specifically please nanny mcphee they'd have one less sibling yes and that's on holda's list of things she can do because she's and has done in in
0: her in the folklore
1: yes well because she's the one that gives out the infant spirits she is
0: more than capable of taking them back sometimes she yeah she'll show up to children and offer to take back the child which is effectively what she was doing there because how does she take it back if you don't want it Well, it's already here. There's only one way for me to take it back.
1: Yes. And that's the thing is it's. We can't help it. These gods are going to show up. They're part of us. So it doesn't really matter to me if people actively venerate them. It's we can't be venerating this foreign God at the very start of this episode. We even mentioned why this Christian God is not ours. He won't save us. He won't do anything for us. He won't embolden us. He is not ours. At most, we are food for him or annoyances. We mean nothing to him. And in the end, our gods are with us whether we want them to be or not. Wotan is in the back of the head. Iyer is watching the Irish. The Morrigan, Brigid, Perun, Zeus, Dionysus, Hermes, Othyn, Thor. All of them are with us whether we want them to be or not. So the real question is, is, What are we doing to be worthy of them and the rest of our people? Lorekeeper out. All right,
0: and then I'll see you guys um, in two weeks, I think. I could be wrong. Could be before that. Could be after that. All right, either way, see you guys next time.